if you are going to really make a change like this and dedicate yourself and commit yourself, connect up to you know, either a business coach, podcast, book, really connect to, you know, that learning, because that's going to be your crutch. You're listening to the Profit by Design podcast, episode 25. You work hard in your business. On the Profit by Design podcast, we ask the big question, what has your business done for you lately? Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling, the business psychologist, the author of How to Hire the Best, and your co-host on the Profit by Design podcast. Weekly, my co-host, Mike Bruno, and I bring you tips, tools, and strategies from our own experiences and from the experiences of our guests who are entrepreneurial thought leaders and real-life entrepreneurs, all to support you in making intentionally profitable and sustainable business decisions to live the lifestyle you desire. Hey, profit designers, are you dreaming of a four-week vacation? If so, it's time to stop dreaming and start putting things into motion to make it happen. I've created a four-week vacation jumpstart guide to help you with just that. Head on over to fourweekvacation.com and get your free jumpstart guide. And while you're there, be sure to check out our four-week vacation retreat that's coming up in just a few weeks. Last year, I issued the four-week vacation challenge to our participants. Most of them took me up on that challenge, and they're returning this year. Six of us have taken our four-week vacations already, and the rest are taking theirs in the next 12 to 18 months. The upcoming retreat has filled. If you want to get your name on the waiting list for 2020, be sure to get your application in now. All of that is available at fourweekvacation.com. So, Mike, we made it. It's episode 25. That's awesome. (laughs) I know, we're 25 episodes (laughs) in. And so we've been doing this request of our listeners that we want to give away a copy of The Pumpkin Plan if you all would leave us some honest reviews in iTunes and Stitcher or whatever platform you listen to us on. And we've made that request for a few weeks. And guess what's happened? (laughs) How many reviews did we get? Tell me. None. None. (laughs) so my feelings would be hurt except we have such good discussion going on in the profit by design facebook group i know it's not because we're failing our profit designers out there i know that they are really enjoying and benefiting what we're delivering what i really think is going on is that it's not real obvious how to leave a review in itunes or all these different platforms And I think, you know, like our listener, Andrea, she listens to us on the back roads of New Jersey while she's driving. That's not the ideal spot to stop and leave a review. True, true. (laughs) Or at the gym, you know, when you're working out and the Profit by Design jingle comes on and you kind of go a little faster. (laughs) (laughs) On the treadmill, right? On the treadmill. (laughs) Yeah. So I think what we need to do is I think we need to expand this out and go to episode 30 because 30 is still young. You know, turning 30 is still a big deal. I'm not going to be real excited about turning 50, but turning 30, I get excited about that. I don't know. What? Are you 50? You're not 50. No, not yet, but I'm going to be 47 this year. Getting close. I know. Yeah, I'm on my way too. And 
50. I'm well, sure we'll, we'll celebrate. celebrate. 50. We'll celebrate 50. I just, I, clearly I have a mindset issue. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few years to go before that. So yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend any of our prophets <laughs> out there. I'm just not ready to let go of my forties yet. So I think we need to up the ante. And we'll give away a copy of The Pumpkin Plan. We'll give away a signed copy of my book, How to Hire the Best, and a Profit by Design t-shirt. Pretty generous. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I do too. I think that's what we should do. So that's I know it's a pain to leave reviews. I mean, I don't think I've ever left one on anything I purchased or anything that I do. Actually, I text you a bunch of times some reviews. But... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, you tell me what books yeah. are good, right? <laughs> you guys can take some time to do it. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So that's the deal is whoever leaves a review between now and episode 30, we will put you into a drawing for these books and a Profit by Design podcast t-shirt. And if you've left us a review already, we do have three reviews. And I want to shout those people out. We have Dave Sullivan and Donna Lyons and Randy have left us reviews. So thank, thank you. you all. Yes. Okay. And we have some new profit designers who have joined our Facebook group. So I want to welcome them. Mackenzie Marshall, Maureen Burleson, Brittany Shore, Stephanie Dougherty, Dee Bowden, and Ronit Enos. And yeah, and there's some really good discussion that's been going on in our Profit by Design podcast Facebook group. We're going to get into that into the next episode, not today's episode. But it's really cool to see the conversations going. But what I really like is whenever we get a new member request for the Profit by Design podcast Facebook group, I can see if another member has invited them. And we're starting to see that happen. So that makes me happy. I get all excited when I see that. The family is growing. Yes, that's cool. So one last announcement before we get into our interview with Christine today. There's, we have a bonus episode that we're going to drop early next week, probably Monday or Tuesday. I've got to figure out the technology to help make that happen. But I was interviewed by Tom Antion on the Screw the Commute podcast, and that man asked me some outrageous questions. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's going to be a fun episode to listen to, but I think it might also be fun for our profit designers because he got me talking about my early days as an entrepreneur and reflecting on some lessons I learned. Oh, and nice. I, you know, it's some of my school of hard knocks experiences that we get into. So we will release that into our feed Monday or Tuesday of next week. Awesome. All right, let's dig in. Hey, Profit Designers. On today's episode, you're going to get to listen in on a conversation that Mike and I had with Christine Era. Christine is one of my favorite people to hang around with. She is a woman on the go, and she is constantly improving her business. But beyond just the improvements she's making in her business, she really is dedicated to helping other entrepreneurs do better in their business as well. So in this episode, we get into some really juicy, deep topics, including a discussion around how do we as entrepreneurs play small, and what are the implications on our own lives and for those that we might be serving if we weren't playing small. We talk about getting out of your own way and Christine shares with us how she has engaged her team to hold her accountable and a process that she and her team use when they get into the weeds. 
So as we dive in, let me share a little bit with you about Christine's background. Christine is the owner of Core Accounting Services. She's worked in bookkeeping, accounting, and administrative consulting for more than 20 years. In 2005, she realized she had a unique skill set and decided to establish her own company, Core Accounting. Now she uses her expertise not only for accounting, but also to help companies transition to the cloud and realize the benefits of strategic streamlining. Helping businesses become more efficient and more profitable is enormously fulfilling for Christine. So welcome, Christine. Mike and I are glad you're joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we have lots of good stuff to dive into with you. We were just, as we were coming on to the interview, we were chatting about Profit First and Prevendus. And so you with your background in accounting and bookkeeping and being a Prevendus strategist and a Profit First professional, you really have a unique take when you're working with clients. And I'm excited. We're going to be talking about your story today and how you got where you are. Because a lot of what we do on the Profit by Design podcast is we share our own insights and school of hard knocks wisdom, because that's how we learn and grow as entrepreneurs. But also really getting into some of your unique area of expertise. And you also had some good comments in one of our recent posts in the Profit by Design podcast Facebook group that we want to get into a discussion with you around further. So if you don't mind, let's go all the way back to a few years ago and where you were in your business at that time. And because you made a big pivot and a pretty big transformation. And it was something that was, it took a lot of thought. It was not easy for you, but you were really intent on doing it to be in alignment with your goals and where you wanted to head. Yes. So it was probably about a little less than three years ago. And it was really inspired by my husband and I deciding to have a baby later in our life. And so I really had to look at the business and its structure because it was myself and I had a contractor stepping in and kind of helping me with the amount of work that was going on. And that was minimal. And we had some systems in place which were working and they were great, but it wasn't something that was really going to grow the business. And I was at a crossroads and looking at, you know, us expanding our family, I had to decide, am I going to really scale this thing back and just make it to where it's me who's working in the business? Or am I going to just go all in and really make it something that's going to work that really supports my passion and my purpose on why I wanted to do this from the beginning? And I knew that what I was doing currently wasn't fulfilling what my original passion was. So I was kind of in this state of denial and accepting like, oh, I'm kind of half in and I'm half out. And I do, I really want, you know, to keep doing this and it's kind of okay. And I was happy, but I wasn't like happy enough. And so I really had to kind of have like this moment of truth with myself. And it was a very, very tough decision because it was kind of like that set down, come to Jesus talk that you're having with yourself. And I think a lot of business owners come to that crossroads where they have to have this talk and a moment of 
you know, just real raw, true honesty and go, what am I going to do? And how am I going to do this? And it's so easy to lie to yourself. And I knew this because I work with business owners. So I had to go, you can't lie to yourself. You have to be so honest and really make this call. And I knew it was the hardest decision I was going to make because I knew I wanted to grow my company. But I knew what that meant. And I knew it was going to be a lot of hard work. So I had to make the tough decision and go, all right, pull up your bootstraps because it's going to be a long road, but it's going to be fun. And you're going to have to really get uncomfortable and make some tough decisions and, you know, go down some rocky roads. And so that's what I did. So I, you know, decided I was going to turn right instead of left and, you know, just really start intentionally growing my business and putting systems in and making a plan and setting down and deciding what are those goals and where do I want to go and tapping into why am I doing this to begin with and what's my passion. And that's where it started. And it was just myself with a contractor and we've grown to now where it is a team of five within the last just about two and a half, almost three years now. And we're all cloud-based and we have systems in place. And I mean, we've just, we're really in a completely different place. And I think it awes us every time we turn around to where we're like, oh, look where we were two months ago or look where we were six months ago or, you know, so it's the change is phenomenal. And it was one of the best decisions you know, I made at that point, regardless of looking back, the fear that I had, it was just a really great place, you know, to come from and then get to now. So what was that fear? It was, I think one was dedication, you know, going, I have to commit and then I'm going to be accountable. And then it was also, I've got to show up. So, you know, it was that I'm going to step into this and, you know, I'm going to be who I know I can be and what I'm expected to be. And we all see ourselves in one light and everybody sees ourselves in a different light. So if we would just be who everybody sees ourselves as and know that that's who we truly are, we could really achieve great things. And we get caught up in how we see ourselves. And I think that was my biggest fear was, you know, what if I show up with how I see myself versus how other people see me? You know, am I going to be able to be a leader? Am I going to be able to pull this off? Am I going to be able to execute these plans? So it was just this whole list of, you know, am I going to, and what if, and the whole, what if I fail, you know, and just all of that. And it just, the list can go on forever. And I just had to have confidence in myself that you can do this. There's processes, there's systems, just step into it and trust the process. Oh, yeah, it does. Absolutely. And now that you've reached another level, what would you tell yourself? So if you can speak now to yourself two years ago, what would you tell yourself to kind of help position yourself for this growth and some of these things that you've achieved? I would probably tell myself just to go for it. Just don't be afraid. You know, have confidence in yourself. And I would probably tell myself to find and seek out more knowledge earlier in the game than I did. 
because as now one of the things that really helps me and my team is we are always connected to learning and, you know, books and podcasts and, you know, coaching and, you know, growing and going to conferences and things like that. And that's something I think that gives us a lot more, you know, strength and confidence and guidance. Now, we didn't have that in the beginning. And I wasn't as connected and dedicated to that from the get go. So I think that would be the number one thing is if you are going to really make a change like this and dedicate yourself and commit yourself, connect up to, you know, either a business coach, podcast, book, really connect to, you know, that learning, because that's going to be your crutch. And that's what's going to help you and guide you and give you the knowledge, you know, to get through this faster and easier. You know, as you're sharing that, Christine, I just had the awareness that there's so much knowledge out there to be gained from other entrepreneurs, just like through the conversations that we're having, like right here, that when we're on that cusp and we're, you know, facing either I go right or I go left and I have to choose. And when we want to go in the direction that is the growth direction, it looking at what that means and what that entails can be really scary. And you do. I remember that. I have done it several times, kind of taking the business from one level to the next. And it's the gasp factor. But then recognizing that it's not like you're jumping off an edge. There's a safety net there to catch you when you are wanting to learn and surrounding yourself. And that's really one of the things I've noticed about you over the last couple of years is you have been very intentional about surrounding yourself with opportunities to learn from other entrepreneurs and thought leaders. And like you said, not just for yourself, but your entire team is doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really what makes the difference. If you're intentional about not only about your growth, like where you're going and how you're setting up your tools, but also your support system it really makes a difference because it's so easy. And I still find myself struggling with this on a day-to-day basis. And I think we all do in the moments where we're exhausted or we're tapped out, you know, and you're sitting there and you're going, Oh, you know, I've got this great opportunity. And then that little thing in the back of your mind comes up and you're going, why am I doing this? Or I should say no to that opportunity, or I should just figure out a way out of it you know, you try to convince yourself that you should stop or you need to say no or, you know, that it's not a great idea. And, but if you're staying connected to these things that inspire you and really keep you focused on your purpose and your passion and these tools that support you, then that's what's going to lead you to your end goal and your success. But it's so easy to, you know, get tripped up and falter. And even with your team, it's like they're in the weeds with you. And this is something that we kind of discovered something happened this last week. And it's easy to get as a business owner, you get frustrated and you're like, oh, what, you know, what happened or what are they thinking? We stay connected to some of our tools when we're developing our business, you know, and we get it to a point where we're designing our business and you know, we're creating the systems and things like that. And then our team is out there and they're running the show and then something happens and a ball gets dropped and you're pulled back in and you're like, what happened? And sometimes we forget our team is in the weeds too. 
And we have to pull each other's heads up and look around and say, what did we miss? And, you know, how did this happen? So we need to support each other and make each other accountable, staying connected to, you know, these tools as well and support each other. And that's what makes it successful. And I even have my team hold me accountable because sometimes I am the worst culprit when it comes to the tools and systems we implement in the system in our company and I'll violate them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't do that. But if you find I'm not doing that, you guys call me out because I am all over the place and doing a million things. But if I'm disrespecting the system and you see that I am, you hold me accountable. I think probably every entrepreneur is nodding along right now as they're listening because we recognize ourselves. We create these wonderful systems. All three of us on this call, we're systems people. Mike's the leader task on the people map. I'm not sure everybody that's listening is familiar, but we use something called the people map. And you guys are now listening to three leader task type folks, tasky, at least you're task people, aren't you, Christine? Yeah. So, you know, we like our systems and we will be the first to violate the systems we create. Mm -hmm. So, and that is hard when we're trying to lead a team because they see us as that, boy, they're not walking the talk. They tell us to do this, but they're not following it. So I love that you have had that open conversation with your team and given them permission to hold you accountable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it's, you know, they don't do it. Then I can call them out too. And they call me out and... You know, but it also helps us stay aware of that, you know, we are all working hard and we're working towards a goal and we need to stay connected to those tools and those resources, you know, and the things that keep us propped up and, you know, keep us in that mindset that are helping us get to those goals. So we do listen to podcasts and, you know, we stay connected to the, any sort of, you know, training and things like that. And we have them in our meetings and just try to keep it consistent. So what are some of your team's favorite podcasts? What do they like to listen to? Well, let me see. So we all listen to your podcast as one of them. Good. Love to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So they're all Sabrina fans. And the other one that I have shared with them is Jeffrey Shaw's. And they've enjoyed a couple of his as well. And then another thing that I do share with them is some of the TED Talks that oh, come yeah. across. Yeah, so that's been really great too. And then another one is the, I think it's the Learners to Read podcast. Is it the Read to Lead podcast? Yeah, okay. yeah Read to Lead podcast. So I've shared some of those with them as well. And they've listened to those Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jeffrey Shaw's podcast is the Creative Warriors podcast. Mm-hmm. We had Jeffrey Shaw, I believe he was episode 10 on the Profit by Design podcast in his book, Lingo. So yeah. those, those are great resources. And I also, just as you were talking and you were describing some of the ways that you and your team get yourselves out of the weeds, I heard you use a tool called the Choice Map in there. 
and you were asking the learner questions as you were describing. Yes. I heard you describe going down the judger path and you starting to like, what happened and whose fault? And then you shifted to learners questions around what could we do, what opportunities are here and that sort of thinking. So I just want to share with our profit designers that if you're recognizing in some of the things that Christine is sharing, you're recognizing yourself, she's sharing with you here tools that you could use yourself to get out of the weeds. And one of those is the choice map, which comes from the book, Change Your Questions, Change Your Life by Dr. Marilee Adams. Yeah, which is, I have had my team go through the both programs, which is the leadership boot camp and coach approach, which is given by Sabrina, and they're both phenomenal programs. I refer all of my clients, employees to them as well, and my clients. Thank and you, Christine. I, yes, absolutely. And I rave about these programs. They have helped me. I've done the, the coach approach, and they have helped me as well just be more aware of how I show up for my team and just even how I show up for my family and the people in my life. They're just phenomenal programs, and I would recommend anybody who's really trying to improve their culture in their business and the people that are, you know, the right and left-hand people in their business to get them through these programs. They make all the difference in the world, and I have my team go through them, and it's made a huge difference in the way that they you know, manage our clients, the way they communicate with each other, the way they support with the team. And we are a complete virtual team. So we're not in an office. We all work from home and we have, you know, team huddles like twice a week. We communicate through Skype and through Zoom with our clients and with each other. And we have a phenomenal team culture and a phenomenal client culture. And I'm extremely proud of the culture that we have in the company. And it is built off of what the tools that we got from leadership and from coach approach. And we've really designed all of our employee engagement around the concepts of, you know, from how to hire the best and the leadership bootcamp and coach approach and just really supporting each other as a team. And my employees, they're happy. I love working with them. And it's become just a great work environment. They're accountable for what they do. They care for my clients the way that I do. And my clients feel that on a regular basis. They feel loved and valued. And that's important to me. And I love my employees. They're fantastic. They do a great job. And I really attribute it to the program's you know, that they went through and just our entire just employee onboarding process and how we've built out continuing to keep our employees engaged over, you know, a year. We have a whole process and system that we developed to really continue to check in with them. How are they doing? How are we going to continue to educate them, make them feel valued and educate them through, you know, our culture in the company and the expectations as well, which is really important. So I'm listening to you. And I remember way back when, when we first started talking, you had a bad case of hiring PTSD. Like, oh, horrible. Like, I don't want employees. Yeah, I never wanted an employee ever again. 
And that, I'm sure, Mike, you can connect with that. That sounds very similar to what you've shared. Oh, yeah. Big time. (laughs) And to hear you talk now on the other side of this, because the bringing on employees and team members was a big part of that gasp as you were facing, do I go left? Do I go right? And to just hear you talk now about your team is amazing. Yeah. It was my biggest fear out of all of that. I was like, I I can do everything else, but do I really have to hire people, Sabrina? Do I really? (laughs) (laughs) So from a mindset perspective, I know that, you know, I feel like I was in my own way a lot with my employees in the past and the learner judger path concept really helped me and really incorporating that into my life. But can you share how you deal with any you know, from a mindset perspective, how you handle things that may come up with your employees or just how your thought process is different and how it, you know, helps you and your team and just keep propelling your business forward. Yeah. So I think it really gives us an opportunity when something comes up that is an issue. I instantly look at, is it the person or is it the process? And so that's the first thing that comes to mind. And then I look at, you know, what's going on with the client, what's going on with the employee, what's going on with the process. And I kind of evaluate the situation. And then I look at what tools are in place. And there was even a situation that came up recently. And we realized that one, we don't have a system in place. And then two, you know, we don't have a process that we've practiced with our team. So I'm not providing them the right tools to succeed. And then I also have to identify with the people, what type of people, you know, are dealing with this is, you know, is their people type. And it helps me look at, you know, is this a people pleaser? Is this someone who doesn't deal with conflict? Is this a leader? You know, it's so it really helped me identify, you know, what my challenge is there and how to approach it. And then I look at it as an individual coaching situation to where they can approach the employee and coach them individually. And then I look at it as an opportunity as a team for us to learn and improve our process to where this doesn't happen again. And sometimes if it's something where I find it on the client side, I look at and identify, you know, what the situation is there. And is this something that we can handle or is this something that we need to escalate and maybe not serve this client anymore? Maybe they're not our ideal client anymore. Maybe something changed or how can we now serve this client to maybe offer some coaching or refer them to maybe they need some of Sabrina's leadership and coaching programs or, you know, something like that. So it's really given us an opportunity to be solution-based instead of, you know, finding conflicts and problems. And so we kind of look at it as like, we have all these opportunities in front of us and it doesn't have to be a problem. And then we find the growth in it. There's so much growth mindset in what you're sharing. And so there's a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And she makes the distinction between growth and fixed mindset. And I'm just so aware in this conversation that 
you know, we're talking about when we're faced with, do we go right? Do we go left? Do we step into our greatness or do we continue playing small and safe? That the growth mindset and surrounding ourselves with people who think in that way, because you talked about, you know, I needed to step into being how other people saw me. Well, if you're surrounded with the right other people, they're going to see you in a bigger way than you see yourself. But if we're surrounded with people who are constantly telling us, stay safe, stay safe, all they're doing is feeding our gremlin. And so that the gremlin is when you talked about, you know, I could just do the same. I don't have to hire employees, Sabrina. I could do it the way I've always been doing it. And that gremlin often sounds like it's the voice of reason. And but really it's just keeping us small and, I believe, and I have seen this in my own growth and everyone that I've worked with over the years, that when we're on the cusp of our greatness, that's when those gremlins come out in full force. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. And I see business owners that I work with, they come across this all the time. And, you know, and it's, it's the whole concept of getting, you know, it's that discomfort that comes across. And one of the things that, that I really love is, and it's helped me is every year I pick a theme of what am I going to focus on this year? What's my theme? And this is something we also started as a team. What's your theme this year? What's your individual theme? And then what's our theme as a team? And so this last year, my theme was get uncomfortable because I knew that the more uncomfortable I got, the more I was going to grow. So anything that, that I instantly was going to say no to, I said, nope, you're going to go do that. You're just going to do it and stop whining and complaining or shut it down. You're just going to go do that. And so I did. And I did a lot of things this last year that I typically wouldn't do. And because I'm kind of a creature of habit and I don't like to be uncomfortable and I'm very A type personality. And so we did that this year and this last year we grew more than we ever have as a team, as a company, you know, everything. And then this year, our theme is define and design. So we're really defining what we need and we're designing it and we're keeping our themes. So we're not abandoning them. They're just getting added as we continue to move forward. And it's just something that's kind of fun. Everybody's picking their theme and we're supporting it and moving forward with it. And it's a team little thing that we'll do at our meetings. So in getting uncomfortable, what are a couple tips for some people out there that are now, you know, kind of in the weeds and they're listening to this podcast and all these aha moments are happening and they're like, all right, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start to get uncomfortable. How do we maybe some tips to help them still manage that in a way, right? So to maintain control, but still while getting uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's so many uncomfortable things as business owners that we face and we can start attacking a bunch of stuff and get real uncomfortable, but it can get maybe a little bit messy. You know, how did you maintain the clarity, but while still testing yourself and pushing yourself and getting uncomfortable and, you know, making strides forward? Yeah. So I didn't, just go out in the world and start doing everything that I was like, I'm just going to do everything, you know, backwards that I typically would do. That's going to make me uncomfortable. It was kind of like the big things that would come up that I really, you know, found that would make it a big 
kind of pivot in my growth that I felt and I could identify with and just be honest with myself that I could say, you know, this is something that I know has held me back. And one of the things that, and I'm just going to get real here, is any sort of, you know, speaking, public speaking, speaking in front of people, even speaking, you know, on video conferences where there's like a lot of people, it made me uncomfortable. And, you know, or sharing, you know, my mindset or my opinions or anything like that, it kind of made me uncomfortable to have any sort of attention on me. So this was something where I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm just gonna, you know, sit over here and keep my opinions to myself. One-on-one conversations, good enough for me. So regardless of what information I had to share or what I knew I could contribute, I just kind of kept my mouth shut and sat kind of, you know, back of the class type of kid. That was always me. And I never stepped in the spotlight. And I, that was me kind of like my whole life. And I knew that held me back and it didn't do me any good. So that was one of the things when some opportunities came across my plate where somebody said, Hey, Christine, we want you to do this podcast, or we would like you to, you know, share in this group or, you know, advise on this or that. Instead of me backing out, I said, yes, I'll do that. And I got through that fear, even though in that moment I was maybe shaking in my shoes or I was like, oh my gosh, I have to say something in front of all these people and step up. I just did it. And I realized afterwards, I'm like, oh, I'm still alive. Okay. This is, it's okay. And I just kind of had to move through that fear and, but I connected with it at the same time. So instead of just jumping into it, I allowed myself to feel the way that I felt acknowledge it and identify with it and also connect with maybe different times through my life where I felt that way and opportunities that I may have missed out on in the past. So I kind of just tackled a big thing that I could see that was keeping you know, me away from current opportunities. I didn't tackle a whole bunch of little things. It was just a major thing that I could see missing out on an opportunity. And then I embraced it and connected with the things that kind of had this domino effect throughout my life that could also affect my future. And I also, through that, I knew what I was doing. So I would intentionally seek out some knowledge. So if there was a podcast that came on that I could relate with that may support that or a book or something, I would read that or listen to that to maybe help support that mindset and connect with it intentionally to help me get through that fear. That's awesome. I know we have to wrap up soon. I just want to say a couple things. First thing is everything that you're saying is super impressive. Impressive. You're awesome. So it's really great to hear all these things that you're sharing with us and our listeners. And I went through some of the same exact things and I could relate to, you know, really having to take a step back and digging deep and looking at myself and looking at some of the fears I had, you know, and really tackling those and looking at them from a different angle. So I can totally appreciate that. And then the one thing that is just sticking in my mind is how many times you use the word connected. 
And I really love, you know, staying connected to learning and the power of staying connected to learning. I mean, that's just a huge thing. And I urge our listeners, you know, to maybe write that down and share it with your team and think about the different definitions of what that could mean to you and to the team and to the business and to the other people that are around you. Because it really is, you know, connected to learning could be connected to learning, you know, via a coach, via a program, via podcasts, via books, but also connected to learning together, right? As people and as a team. And, you know, we're connected to learning right now, just the three of us. I'm learning things from hearing you speak. And and I just think it's awesome. So uh, thank you very much for sharing all that. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's an honor to for you to say that. It's very appreciated. Well, and just knowing what you do with your clients, and we didn't really even dig into that much, Christine, but just knowing what you're doing and what you're up to now and the bigger game that you're playing, I'm sitting here thinking how many people would be missing out on that if you'd chosen to play small. And I have to tell the two of you just sitting here in this conversation has been a little surreal for me because I'm well aware that I didn't want to create leadership boot camp. I was scared to death to do that. And Mike was the one who came to me and he said, you know, you could do this program. We really need a program like this for employees. My fear is what if I screw up these employees of my clients? What if I make them awful in some way and it doesn't live up to what they are needing in their team? So to sit here in this conversation with the two of you, it's making me reflect on, okay, where am I playing right small? right now in my life that I might be depriving future, something in the future, somebody could benefit from something that I'm holding back on now. So that's what I want to leave our listeners with is where are you playing small and who are you depriving by playing small? Yeah. Yeah. So Christine, I know you have a really awesome checklist that we wanted you to share with our profit designers. And it is small business accounting checklist, 21 things to do and when to do them. So can you say a little bit about what that is? Yeah. So it's just, so in our business, we do accounting and, you know, profit first coaching and business strategy coaching and all of that. But it really starts with a good accounting system and your numbers. You've got to know your numbers. So one of the biggest things that we found in small businesses is they really don't know kind of what are we supposed to do and when are we supposed to do it? So we have just this really simple list of if you have a small business, you can go through this list and it's just 21 items of what you have in your business for your accounting and your bookkeeping and when you're supposed to do it. So it's very simple. You could go through your checklist and, you know, kind of check your counting and your bookkeeping, and it will give you a guideline of what you're supposed to do and when you should do it. Oh, fantastic. That's a great resource. So we will link to that in the show notes. We're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much, Christine, for being with us today. I appreciate your willingness to come on the podcast and your vulnerability and speaking so honestly about your experience and how you've gotten where you are now. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for spending time with us today. Join our conversation in the Profit by Design podcast Facebook group. Share your thoughts on today's episode, ask us questions, and let us know what you want to hear about next. 
Visit our website at ProfitByDesignPodcast.com to access resources from our sponsors and tools we've created for you. Subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening to right now. There's a subscribe button right there. Go ahead and hit it so that you always get a notification when we release a new episode. And finally, share our podcast with a friend if you know a friend who would enjoy it. Thanks again for listening. This is Real Life Business. Keep your chin up. Keep moving forward. You got this.